Gemara Yoma Daf Mem He Masechet dedicated anonymously for the Hatzlacha for couples trying to have children. Shashim Yibarechotam Bezarah Haya Bekayama. We begin today's Daf on Mem Dalra Mudbet. We're actually in the middle of the Amud, and we're going back to the Mishnah. Different, uh, different di- differences actually between all year service and the service that was done on Yom Kippur. So the uh, Gemara begins over here. So it says every day in the Beit Hamikdash they used to take the coals off the mizbeach hachitzon. They would use those coals for the ketore, the daily ketore. They would use a silver mahta, uh, silver shovel, and uh, then they would uh, pour it into a a gold one. So the question is, why did they use a silver one? Whereas on Yom Kippur they used gold. My ta'ama, a Torah hasa al mamunam shi Yisrael. Torah's has, gold is expensive. And when you put the gold on the Mizbeah, what happens? It wears it away. So therefore, since the Torah was hasa, so the rabbis were also has. And therefore, they didn't uh, mandate that you have to use a gold shovel. It would cost you a lot of money because it would get ruined. So therefore, they said uh, silver. Okay, let's go. That she's, we'll go straight this time. Hasa al mamunam. Right, so therefore, just like the Torah is has, rabbis are also has. And therefore, using gold will cause it to get ruined. Over here, they do one procedure. They do a golden, on Kippur, that is, a golden shovel, and they shovel the coals up, and they go straight into the... They don't have two processes. They don't go from silver to gold. They just go straight from the gold. Why? The Gemara says, My Tama, Mishum Holsha, the Kohen Gadol. You don't want the Kohen Gadol you know, to tire out and he's fasting and he's working. So they make it easier that he doesn't have to pull from one to the other. Right, it's a Torah for him to pull from one Kelly to the other. So they make it one, one step. We say that every day they would take uh, four kav, uh, the first shovel, and they would pour it into a shovel that was three kav. So therefore it was uh, filled up. So the Gemara says, Tana, lo kav gehalim. Basically when you're pouring four into three, one kav is going to overspill. And therefore it's going to be, uh, you know, it's all on the floor. So what do you do? Scattered. Mechabedam le'ama. So you have to... Sweep it into the amma. Amma over there was the water that they had next to it, and that's it. It goes into the water. Tani hada kav. One uh, statement that's as over here is a kav. Vetanya idach. Another bright that says what? Kabayin. Two kav. So the Gemara explains these two opinions. Bishlama hak detani kav rabbanan, which means, like we just said, they would take a mahta of four kabim of coals, and they would pour it into a mahta of three kabim of coals, and therefore you'd have one overspill. That would be kav. Ela achtetani kabayim, but if you say it's kabayim, that there was an overspill of two, mani, who's the author? Lo Rabbanan, velo Rabbi Yoseh. It's not the opinion either, because according to Rabbi Yoseh, he said actually they would take a se'ah, which is six, and they would pour it into three. There would be an overspill of three. So how do you have a case that says there was an overspill of two? Amar of Hazda, Rabbi Ishmael ben Osher, Rabbi Yohanan ben Berokahi, 
דתניא רבי ישמעאל בנו של רבי יוחנן בן ברוקה אומר, בשל כבאים היה מכניס. So he comes along and says, בשל כבאים היה מכניס. הנשי says בשל כבאים, נשי, וחוטא. Good, so he would take an initial shovel of four, and he would pour it into two. And therefore, if you pour a four into two, you can have an overflow of two. So that's we found the opinion. It's a new opinion. That goes a four to a two. Rav Asher Amar, Afilu Tema Rabbi Yoseh. We can even say it's Rabbi Yoseh. Al-Khawrah, we had a problem, because Rabbi Yoseh, we said you're taking a se'ah. So se'ah is six, and you're going from six, and you're pouring it into three, so therefore the overflow is going to be three. And they were saying the overflow is two. And what I says... ואחי כמה, בכל יום היה חוטא בשל שאה מדברית ומעלה לתוך שלושה קווים ירושלמית. So we know that there's different ways of measuring the שאה. A normal שאה we said was six קווים to a שאה. However, they changed the, they added to the uh, uh, קו to make it one and a fifth, so therefore you would end up having five קו to a שאה. So therefore it says over here They went from a se'am midbarit, a se'am midbarit would be five, and they would pour it into a uh, shovel that had three kav shalmit. So the spread would be five to three, and therefore the spread is what? Two. So therefore, we're going with those measurements. Again, you're winning from five to three. You use the se'am midbarit, and you pour it into a se'am, or shlosha kavin yirushalmit. Yeah, that's what they did. So every day the shovel was heavy. Yom Kippur was light. Tana, bechol yom ayta gilda ava. Gilda, I think, is the walls of the shovel. They were thick. That's what made it heavy. Vehayom on Yom Kippur, rach. Again, they want to make it easy for the Kohen, so we don't have cholsha, fatigue. Bechol yom ayta ketzara. All year long, the shovel actually was short. Vehayom aruka. This was a long handle. Why? My ta'ama. So the Kohen Gadol, under his arm, he'd be able to hold the shovel so we can get a good hold on it. Tana, bechol yom, lo hayala ni'ashtik. There was no uh, uh, hook on the end, like a, like, a, like a ring that we put on the end of the shovel. All year long, there was no ni'ashtik. Ve'ayom hayala ni'ashtik. Devrei ben asegam. Because the Pasuk says, he has to be heard when he goes into the Kodesh. So when he goes into the Kodesh, you have that ring, so what's going to happen? It's going to clink. So therefore, you'll be able to hear the Kohen when he's going into the Kodesh. Now she says, Ne'ashtik. Exactly. So, so that, that little ring would make a, a, a clanking sound in order that you can hear the Kohen Gadol when he's going into the Kodesh. Yamarat says, all year long, the Zahab, the gold that they used was green. 
a greenish color. And then gold on Kippur was what? A reddish color. Amar of Hazda, Shiva Zehavim Hem. There's seven different types of gold. Zahav, that's regular. And then Zahav Tov. Then the Zahav that's called Zahav Tov, good gold. Vezav Ophir, Zahav Mufaz, Zahav Shahud, Zahav Sagur, Vezahav Parvim. Yabaraz is going to prove each one. Zahav, Vezahav Tov, I know there's two different types of Zahavim, Zahav and Zahav Tov. Nektiv, Uzahav Aresahu Tov. The Zahav of that land was good. That means what? There's a regular Zahav, and then you have the Zahav that is Tov. So that's two right there. Zahav Ophir, De'ateme Ophir. Okay, it comes from a place called Ophir. Zahav Mufaz, Shedome Lepaz. It's shiny like a pearl. Zahav Shahut, Shinidvekahot. It's so pliable and soft, you're able to weave it like a string. Zahav Sagur, closed Zahav. Period. That when they open up the Zahab Sagur store, all the other gold stores close down. Because why? You can't compete. Because that's the best. That's a good gold. Zahab Parvim. It's reddish like the blood of a pot. So therefore that's seven. So the Gemara says, Ravashe Amar Hamishahen that there's really only five. The last five are the real golds. And each one of those five, the last five that we mentioned, has two styles, Zahab and Zahab Tov. So therefore, Zahab and Zahab Tov are just qualities of the five, uh, the last five that we mentioned. Right? All year long, when they brought the Ketoret, they used a shovel made of Zahab. Yarok, Ve'hayom, Adom. Today was made out of red. And that's called Zahab Parvim, which is similar to Dam of Parim. So it says, in morning, uh, during the year, they would bring half of the Ketorit in the morning, half of the Ketorit in the afternoon. All year long, the Ketorit was grounded. Daka. But on Kippur, it was extra ground, extra fined. Why does it have to say on Yom Kippur that the Ketur has to be Daka? Every day is Daka. Why does it have to say it on Kippur? And the reason why it repeats Daka on Yom Kippur, in order to make it extra ground. Every day in the Beit HaMikdash, the Kohen goes up the eastern side of the Kevish. Why? So when he, because the law, law is that whenever he turns, he turns to the east. So therefore, if he's turning to the east, so right when he gets up to the, uh, 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 to the Kevish, I think the, the Kevish is what? The, 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 the Mizbeah is what? North-south. North-south. So therefore, when he walks up to the Mizbeah on the eastern side, and he go, turns west, he makes a right, he turns east, I'm sorry, he turns east, and he goes around the Mizbeah. So it says, So he has to turn to the right, to the Mizrah. So if he's going to go on the other side, he's going to have to cross the Kibbutz for no reason. So therefore, let him go up the, the, uh, the lane that'll make it easy when he makes the right turn. He's right there. He walks up the middle of the ramp. Now, That's the Why? By walking up the middle, 
he makes the right turn, but now he has to walk half the uh, uh, of the the kibbish, and then walk all the way around, and then walk half the kibbish again. So basically, he traverses the whole mizbeach. It does give to the It shows like he's a ben bayit that he could walk right up the middle of the of the ramp, and that shows his uh, his glory. That she says mishuv kivodo. Right, in your house you can walk wherever you want, and therefore he, he doesn't only have to walk the minimum amount of steps. He can walk right up the middle and walk across, you know, even it's extra steps. It shows that he's the, the administrator, let's say, of that uh, that uh, that day. Right, all day, every day, the kohen gadol washes from the kiyot his hands and feet. But today they do it from a special gold. Vessel. My tama again. Mishum kibodo sheil kohen gadol. Bechol yom ayasham arba marachot. Okay, now there's the sugya for today. Every day in the Beit Hamikdash on the mizbeach hachitzon, there was four pyres. That means that four different uh, fires taking place at the same time. We're going to see exactly what the purpose of each one of these fires was. And Yom Kippur had an additional one, which is five. Tanur Rabbanan. Bechol yom ayu shtaim marachot vehayom shalosh. First opinion, Blaita. Every day there was two ma'arachot, two pyres on the Mizbeah Haitzon, and on Yom Kippur there was three. Achat ma'aracha gedola, v'achat ma'aracha shirgah shirt ketoret. One ma'aracha was called the ma'aracha gedola, which is what? That's what all the korbanot were brought on. The other one was called the ma'aracha shirgah shirt ketoret. Not that they brought the ketoret on that, the ketoret was brought on the Mizbeah Hapinimi, but they took the coals from that second pyre to use for the Mizbeah Hapinimi. V'achat shemosifin bo bayom. And then an additional one that they added on Yom Kippur. What was the additional one for Yom Kippur? Because they had Kippur, they had the Ketoret, uh, the Kodesh Kodashim. So they had a third pyre on Yom Kippur, the Vreh Rabbi Yehuda. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Look, look, look at Ashish Mosifim, the Bob Bayom. Right, you don't need a separate one for that. You take from the second pyre. So again, pie number one on Yom Kippur is for the regular Korbanot. Pie number two is for the daily Ketoret. And pie number three is for the Kippur Ketoret. That's the B. Yehuda's opinion. The B. Yosef Omer, the B. Yosef says, Bechol Yom Shalosh. Actually, every single day, there was three pyres. Now let's go to three according to the B. Yosef. Achat shel ma'arakha gedola. That's the regular ma'arakha that they use for the Korbanot. Ve'achat ma'arakha sheniyah shel Ketoret. Ve'achat... Shil Kiyu Ma'esh. Kiyu Ma'esh, that she says. Right, that, that, that's a maintenance fire. Which is, let's say the Malachah Gedola starts to dwindle. So they would go to the third pyre and take someone over there and add it to the, to the Malachah Gedola. So it's a maintenance fire. And therefore, Kippur, Ve'ahad, Shemosifim Bo Bayom. And Kippur, they would add an extra one for the Ketoret of the Kodesh Kodashim. Now we get to a third opinion. Every day there was actually four pyres. Daily basis. You had the Ma'arachah Gedola, that's the main pyre. The second one is for the Ketorah. That's the maintenance one to add to the fire if it goes out. Which means we know that the whole night the Mizbeah was working, burning all the different korbanot that were not consumed during the day. Now let's say you came the next morning, you still saw some of these korbanot were not consumed yet, so they would put them in a special pyre, 
That was the fourth fire of Rabbi Meir. The Evarim and the Pedarim that were not consumed overnight would go on that fourth fire. And then you have Kippur, the Aha, and then the additional one on Kippur, which is the fifth one, in order for thee to bring the Ketor. We did a Shishilon at Akelu. But either or, either it was not put on the Malacha, yeah, because there was no room, or it was on the Malacha, but they just didn't get consumed. Either way, Rashi says. Point is, in all these cases over here, what do we see? The starting point is everybody agrees there's a minimum of two Malachot. Let's start with that. Everybody agrees with all these opinions on a daily basis. You have Malacha Gedola and Malacha Shiniyashil Ketoret. So the Gebarah wants to know, Minala, what's the biblical source for that? So the Gebarah says, Amar Kira, Hi Ha'ola, this is the Ola, Parashat Sab, right? Al Mokeda, Al Amizbeah, Kol Halayla. So this is referring to over here, Mokeda, Al Amizbeah, Kol Halayla. There's a fire, obviously, on the Mizbeah. Zuma Araka, Gidola. And then it says, Ve'esh Amizbeah, Again, it says another ish. So then we have the Pesukim over here that mention two, actually mention Mizbeah twice too. So one is Mokeda ala Mizbeah, and one is Be'esha Mizbeah. So then was hinting to us what? That there's two fires on the Mizbeah. One Marachat Gedola, one Marachat Shiriyah Shel Ketoret. Now we have to go to the Biyoseh. Because the Biyoseh said there was a third one. The third one was what? The maintenance one, the kiyum one. So the biyoseh kiyuma esh minale. Where does the biyoseh know kiyuma esh from? Nafkale. Continue the pasuk. Ve'esh ala mezbeyah tukadmof. And another one. Esh mezbeyah. That's the third one. So then when that comes to teach you what? The deen of kiyum. Oh, now what is the biyudah going to do with that? The biyudah, he committed to only two ma'alakot. But you have this esh mezbeyah tukadmof. Ha'hu lahatsata alita. Who the atta? That's coming from Hatsata Alita. Maz Hatsata Alita. Rashi. Lehasit bahen ur ma'aracha gedola. Alita. Kesamim dakim. Oh, so he learns it over here that there's a law that says what? That when you want to light up the mizbeah, you need small like kindling woods. Now, the kindling woods have to be lit from the mizbeah itself, as opposed to lighting it off the mizbeah and then bring it to the Mizbeah to light. You need to actually light the kindling woods on the Mizbeah, from the Ma'araka itself, and then light the pyre. The esh of Mizbeah to Kadmo means the esh that you light the Mizbeah has to come from the Mizbeah itself. That's what he learns. So it's not a separate pyre. It's just saying that where the, where the, where the, where the, where the fire to light the Mizbeah has to come from, has to come from the Mizbeah itself. The Tanya, as it says in the Brayta, Hayar Biyuda Omer, Minayin lehatsatat alita. Meaning the lighting of the alita, the lighting of these small woods. It has to be from the top of the mezbeah. Like we just said, How do we know that we make a uh, fire, the commission. We saw this already. How do you really make a fire for maintenance? Okay, what Akazogan says, his source, like we said, that's an extra ish to come and tell me the maintenance 
Esh. Yes, this is a Braita. This is a different Braita. This is a Detanya. Different Braita. Verebi Yoseh Hatsitat Alita Minaleh. Now, where does the Biyose know the rule of lighting the kindling wood from the top of the Mizbeah? Wherever the Bishamon learns it from, he learns it from the same place. Where does the Bishamon learn it from? Netanya. Where do they do? They put Esh ala Mizbeah. Beferush. The Bene Aaron have to put a fire on the Mizbeah. Limed. Alatzatat alita that this item over here when you're putting the fire in mizbeah shelot tehe ella bekohen kasher. But first you see it's got to be done with kohen. I would have thought maybe it's done with zar. It's not really avodah. Maybe no. Torah says that hatzatat alita has to be done with a kohen. Not only that, ubechli sharet. Klishet means just be wearing big dekehuna. That's the klisharet of the kohen. Devre Rabbi Yehuda. Good. So Rabbi Yehuda learned two things on that pasuk. Number one. You need a kohen patzatat alita, and he's got to be wearing his garments. He has to be wearing his begadim. She says bechle sharet bilbush begde kehuna. Amar ha patzatat alita. The bi Yehuda learned it from. He had another pasuk. He learned patzatat alita. He learned it from vaeshel gatu kadbo. That's all it teaches you. Vaeshel gatu kadbo teaches you that patzatat has to come from the mizbeah. How do you know you need a Kohen? How do you ask me a Bigadim? That's a separate item. I would have thought that maybe Yisrael could do it from far. Amar lo Rabbi Shimon, That's his question. He said, what do you mean? Uh, if you tell me it has to be done on top of the Mizbeah, so do I need a pursuit to come and tell it's going to be a Kohen? You think, would, would we think that a Zar could go on top of the Mizbeah? Obviously not. So therefore, the pursuit is not coming to tell me Kohen wearing Bigadim. Of course, what you tell me to top of the Mizbeah? So, of course, it's got to be done by a Kohen. Look at Ashi, Bechi Tali al Dartach. Which we learned that already. That's, that's already, we learned that already. Do you need to come and so the Bible says, so the Bible comes along and says, "Limed latzatat alita shelote ella beroshosh lomizbayah." So that's where the Bishamon learns it from. From this pasuk over here, the Bishamon learns from this pasuk over here that latzatat has to be on top of the mizbayah, and that's where the Bishamon will learn it from. The same place where the Bishamon learned it from this pasuk. So the Gemara says, "Be the Bihuda." Now, Bihuda, what was the problem? The Gemara says, "It's a good question." The Bishamon asked on him, "What do you need a pasuk to come and tell me kohen?" The Chaura, if it's got to be on top of the Mizbeah, of course it's got to be with a Kohen. Where do you think Azar is going to be able to go on top of the Mizbeah? But if you die, Mahatam, Hava Amina, Kayara, Hava, Bibi Mapuha, Kabash Malan. Yeah, I would think Israel could do it. Let him stand from far and let him take a bellows and let him uh, bellow it and get the Mizbeah started from far. All it said was it's got to come from the top of the Mizbeah. I wouldn't have thought it needs necessarily a Kohen. There's a way to do it with Azar. How? From far, Ayyadim Mapuha. No, you need a Kohen and you need Begadim. Read Rashi, Imehatam. Imehatam, Meha Eshala Mizbeach, Afar Gavish Tamina Minash has Tabirosh Mizbeach, Losham Ina de Pesuab Bizar, Havamena Kaezar, Zar, Abed Makuha. 
Right. And obviously, Rabbi Shimon didn't go for that. Rabbi Shimon said, we never have a Habamina to think that you would uh, let a Yisrael, <laughs> Yisrael put a Mapua on top. So therefore, he obviously learned the Pasu to come and tell me that Dean itself, that you needed to do from the top of the Mizbah. And once you learn from the top of the Mizbah, automatically it's got to be done with a Kohen and Begadim. But Rabbi Meir, we continue. Rabotai, we continue. Maybe he said there was an extra pie. What was the extra pie, according to Bimi'ir? The limbs and the bones that were not burnt the night before. So therefore, in the morning, you put them on the uh, pie, the third pie. The Gemara said, Here's an extra vav. So Bimi'ir comes and teaches me what? That vav is coming to tell me, because it says, Now, the Rabbanat, Vav lo darsheh. Okay, that you can go either way. The rabbis don't do this, the Vav, they don't have that extra pyre. Okay, the Rabbanan, Evarim upedarim shalot akulum me'erev, ma'abid lehu. Question is, what, what do the rabbis do with these Evarim upedarim? Which means, wake up in the morning, they don't have an extra pyre. So where do they put them? Me'adeh lehu lemalachah gedola. You put them on the malachah gedola. One of the two. That you put them on the Mazbeya. Which means, let's say there was no room. So, where do you put the extra meat or extra bones and limbs? Either you put it on the ramp or you put it on the Soveb. That's the rim around the Mazbeya. Until what? Until there's room on the Mizbeya, and then what happens? And then you wait till the morning until you have the Marakha Gedola. Let's say in the morning, let's say you didn't set the Marakha Gedola yet. There's still leftovers from last night. So what do you do? You put it on the side of the Mizbeya, you store it over there. The reason why you store it on the side of the Mizbeya is you don't have a problem of Lina. As long as it's on top of the Mizbeya, even though it stayed overnight, it's not a problem of Lina. If it was off the Mizbeya, once the night passes, it's pasul. So they stick it on the mizbeah. They wait till the morning comes. The queen sets up the pyre. Once the malachim is set up, they throw all that stuff that was on the kevish or on the sovev, and they throw it. But what do you see from here? They put it on the malachim gedola. That's like the bee. Yehuda. Tavud Omar Asher Tochal Haesh Et Ola Ala Mizbeah. So over here it says Asher Tochal Haesh. So that she says over here Asher Tochal Haesh Et Ola. Right, I don't need that pasuk. Tell me that you, you take the korban olav the morning and put it on the pyre. It's a befurish pasuk. So what is it telling me over here? It's not coming to tell me the olav. Olav we know already. It's coming to tell me something else. What is that something else? So it's coming to tell me what? It's coming to tell me the stuff that did not burn the night before. In the morning... You make a new pie, meaning a ma'arakha, gedo. Very good, gedola. And then you put it on the mezbeya. So the bimi learns that pasuk like this. Yes. You can put ola back on the mezbeya, on the pie, big one. But you do not bring back. Pokein shepakou me'al ha'esh. Read that. Read it better. Read it. Which means stuff that jumped off the fire, that you'll put back. Kari le'asher 
te'ukal et which means stuff that already was burnt, then already you can put back on the mezbeah. But you don't put new stuff on the big pyre. That's what the Bimi'ilans, you understand? That only stuff that was burnt and jumped off the mezbeah, sometimes it's hot and it pops off the mezbeah. So stuff that was te'ukal, read it, to'ukal, te'ukal, stuff that was burnt already or consumed, that you put back on the mezbeah. But stuff that was not ever burnt, it has its own pyre. Vante? So again, the iatabat ikule ketoret. Ikule ketoret would mean meaning new uh, 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 stuff that you're trying to burn for the first time. Good, the bodai. Good. The tani here we have it. The tani. Rabbi Hananya bar min yomev deber bi liazer ben Yaakov asher tochal haesh taola alam zbeach ikule ola. Which means the stuff that was burnt already that fell off the mezbeah. But you don't bring back which means stuff that was not burnt yet. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Everybody agrees. It's a machlok in how many you had on on a regular day. Two, three, four. But everybody agrees on Kippur, whatever you started with, you're adding an extra one. So how do we know that? How do you know you have to add an extra one for Kippur? Which means maybe use one of the ones you have already. All you need is some coals for the Ketoret of Kodesh Kodesh. You have a lot of so many coals. So what do you have to make an extra one for? Must be because that's the Ketuv. Nafka lehu meveha esh. Oh, now you have an extra vav and you have an extra he. Ve'afilu leman delodarish vav. Extra vav, but when you have an extra vav in the hand of Pasuk, that's already too much. Everybody is Doresh. That, therefore, Ve'ha'esh comes and teaches me water, that you need a separate pyre for Yom Kippur. Esh tamid. Lemai ata. Okay, what is this esh tamid? What do we need it for? Well, what's the problem over here? What's the word tamid? Esh tamid. What is this esh tamid? To Kadalam is Bayah. Lemai Atta. I'll tell you what we need it for. The Vail and Echdetania. Eshtami to Kadalam is Bayah, Lotik Bayah. A permanent fire has to stay on the Mizbayah. Lotik Bayah should not ever go out. Limed al Maracha, Shiniya, Shilketore. Here we learn, Bikadush, that the Maracha, Shiniya, Shilketore, Shilotehe, Ela al Mizbayah, Haitson. Aha. Where is the coals that you get from the ketoret? I could have said it's on the mezbah pinimi, because that's where you're bringing the ketoret. We have a pasuka comes and says, no, esh tamid. To come and teach me what? The ketoret marakah has got to be on the mezbah. Hachi tzon. So the Gemara says, esh mahta u menorah minayin, or esh mahta u menorah minayin. How do we know that there's, there's other places where you need fire also, by the way. You need a fire in order for the mahta of Yom Kippur, when you bring the ketoret. How do you know that's got to be also on the Mizbeah HaRitzon? And the menorah. You got to light the menorah. You got to get a fire. So how do we know that the fire of the mahta and the fire of the menorah also comes from the Mizbeah HaRitzon? Yamara says, Minayin, Yamara Vedinu. The Emra Esh Beketoret. 
It says the word ish b'kitur. We just heard ish b'kitur. That what? That's got to be on the mizbeach ha'itzon. When the emra ish b'mahta u'menorah, and it says ish also by the mahta b'yom kippur, and it says also by the menorah ish. So bottom line, it says ish all over the place. Ma lehalan mizbeach ha'itzon, just like the kitur, it says mizbeach ha'itzon. Ab kara mizbeach ha'itzon. So to say the mahta and the menorah also has mizbeach ha'itzon. Make a gezerah shava ish ish ish. So the Gemara says, no, go the other way. What's the Derek Zoo? Just like the Ketoret, where are you getting the coals from a place that's Samuch? The Mizbeach Haitzon is close to the Mizbeach. Haketoret. So therefore, you take the coals from somewhere that is close to it. So too, af mehta u menorah besamuchlo. Now, where is the menorah lit in the hechal? So therefore, since it's in the hechal, so therefore, maybe take it from the close mizbeach, which is the mizbeach hapinimi. And where's the mehta done in the kodesh kodeshim, which is the closest mizbeach? The pinimi. So therefore, maybe that's what it says, which means take it from something that's close. What's close to mizbeach pinimi? Mizbeach haitzon. Samuchlo. And therefore, and when you're doing something in the Hechal, take it from the Samuklo. What's the Samuklo? Maybe that's what it's coming to tell me. Take it from the closest, uh, from something that is Samuk. I get him to say, Samuk, but not itself. Because already we learned already the Ketor is from the Mizbeah Ha'itzon. So therefore, what's the lesson over there? You take it from a Samuk, not from itself, not from the Mizbeah Pinimi itself, from Samuk. So do the same thing over here. When it comes to the menorah, what's samuk to the menorah? It's be'apinimi. When you're doing the mahtab Yom Kippur in the Kodesh what's samuk lo? It's be'apinimi. Maybe that's the derash. Tamud lomar, esh tamid tu kadlam zbeyah lo tikbeh. Now, we know the word tamid. Where does it say the word tamid? By the menorah. La'alot ner. La'alot ner. Tamid. So therefore, that's why it says Esh Tamid. To come and teach you the fire that I mentioned, where it says Tamid, which is the menorah, where should it come from? Top of the Mizbeh, where? Hitzon. So the Gemara says, the man Esh the menorah. So that teaches you menorah. Esh the mahta minayin. But we still didn't prove that the mahta of Yom Kippur is going to come from the Mizbeh. Hitzon. You gave me a nice thrash with the Tamid. Tamid gets with the menorah back into play. But you didn't bring the mahta. Okay, I'll give you the mahta. Vedinu, the emra esh be mahta. Ven the emra esh be menorah. Now we go to the menorah. Now I'll say, ma lehalan al gabi bzwa haitzon, afkan bzwa haitzon. Just like the menorah is taken from the bzwa haitzon, so too the mahta will be taken from the mizbaya haitzon. Oklach le derek zu. Maybe go the other way. The emra esh be ketoret. Ven the emra esh be mahta. Or maybe learn the mahta from the ketoret. And it looks like the ketoret is taken from the mizbah that's close to it. So maybe the mahta is taken to the mizbah that's close to it, which is the mizbah hapinimi. Tamud lomar, velakah melo hamahta gachale esh me'ala mizbah melefneh Hashem. Here's the key. You take the coals for the ketoret of Yom Kippur from the Mizbeach, that's what? Milifne Hashem. That is in front of Hashem. Now it says Milifne Hashem, which sounds like the Mizbeach that is partially in front of Hashem, but not completely in front of Hashem. 
איזה הוא מזבח שמקסתו לפני השם ואין כולו לפני השם, ואומר זה מזבח הרצון. כוס דה מזבח פנימי זה כולו לפני השם, זה אינסייד די היכל. מה שאיכן דה מזבח הרצון, the western side of the מזבח זה לפני השם, it's facing the היכל, but the eastern side of it is not. So therefore the part that's facing like the door, let's say, and that's where you set up the ma'alakha. You set the ma'alakha on the western side of the מזבח. which is the side that is facing the Hecha, which is Lifnei Hashem. So therefore, that's what we learn, that says, Min Lifnei Hashem, the Mizbeah that is partially in front of Hashem and partially not, which is Mizbeah Haitzon. Read Rashi, the last Rashi on the Amud, Ezu Mizbeah Hashem, Miksat Lifnei Hashem, Ve'en Kulo Lifnei Hashem, Aviyom Ezu Mizbeah Haitzon. Ezu Mizbeah, Sheyesh Lechalek Po, Ma Mimenu Lifnei Hashem, Now, it says on the Pasuk, and it also says just would have said that doesn't tell me anything. I would have said what? I would have said it's the inner Mizbeah. The Mizbeah could be Mizbeah for the Shavu. I would have thought what? That you could only take the coals, which means what? That you have to take from the coals that are directly in line with the peta of the hechal, the ulam. That's what I thought. It's going to be directly in front. But if it's from the sides, I would have thought, no, even though it's on the western flank of the Mizbeah. But I would have thought that it, since it's not directly in front of the door, it's not enough. I mean, it's on the western side, but it's to the right. But it's on the western side, to the left. I would have thought it's not good. That what? It's okay. Now, of course, the Tosfot says that it's better to take from the the Mamash Peta. But the Hadush over there is that even if you didn't take directly from the Peta, It will be okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.